Listeners, do you know what John's talking about? If so, write into I know what John's talking about at beingjimdavis.com. I think you should just start the episode where I say, I hope all that gets cut out. I think that would be funny. Well, My know, name I, is... I probably cut that out, too. Yeah. Well, I, I, now you're going to have to cut this out. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm cutting it all out. My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. Um, John, today is Monday, January 3rd, 1983. I'd like to welcome you to the program. It's Thank nice you. Thank you, you for having me, me here on. on the podcast. Yeah. First... It's great to be here. Ladies and gentlemen, first time ever, John Gibson joining me on the show. Long time listener, first time caller. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that because I was about to explain the show to you if you hadn't listened before. What kind of caller? A cat caller. Because it's Garfield. This is this is a lot of fun. John, save that. Save save that for the save, jokes and gags. Segment. I save my A material for the jokes. <laughs> do we do it every Monday or every day? It's un- unknown because unpredictable. That's part of the gag. As you know, John, we. We cut out the jokes and gags segment. <laughs> um, look, it's we're reading the 1660th Ever Garfield strip. I think the question on everyone's mind is, how will John and Chris be acknowledging one of the true rare palindromes in tomorrow's episode? You just have to turn it, tune in to find out tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tune in. Turn on. I, find out. That's funny because that is oh, that's not where I thought you were going with that. I thought you were going to describe today's Garfield as a palindrome, which no, it absolutely is. It absolutely is a palindrome. Sixtieth ever Garfield. That's no the strip itself. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, we're talking about the Garfield. Okay, well, are we're not we just though? talking about like its ordinal place in the chronology. We're, okay. Uh, we're just talking about the actual Garfield. Garfield itself is well, so. It's, it's fairly to answer the question that you didn't quite ask. I'd like to hear in that today's answer. Garfield. Mm-hmm. Bring wham bring. Okay, that's a great. That's a great synopsis, John. Thank you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read the onomatopoeias from today's Garfield. Bring wham bring. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens in the pictures? That's 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 it. Uh, oh, yeah. So in the picture, uh, we got Garfield sleeping uh, in his bed, standard covered wagon style. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, looks like looks like a new fruit clock. Oh. It, it appears to be, to be constructed out of like a red lime. Yeah. I'm going to say, I guess, but it still looks like a lime to me. Oh, because the last one, like it was yellow. With like I think a it cher- was. A red I thought it was green. Top. Maybe. I think it was green. Or maybe, been green. maybe it was yellow. I don't know. This one's red. You're right. It's a maybe, red lime. Uh, perhaps a, it was a uh, taupe. A little tiny, tiny lemon on top. It's maybe like a jelly bean. It's possible that this is like all. a jelly bean or a gumdrop. Maybe it's a candy clock. It could. Oh. Candy Clock Challenge 9920. Candy Clock Challenge 9921. No, we never did a Candy Clock Challenge 9920. We got to get through that one first. So, listeners, That's, you can, No, we missed it. We missed it. Candy we can't Clock go Challenge back. 9920. You're going to want to make a candy clock. Why wouldn't we start with a. Uh, make a we clock could start with any year. If we're going to start candy. with a year where we didn't do it. I mean. 
John Oller challenges start in the year 1920. <laughs> that's just been, uh, that's an agreement we made. Hmm. Okay. So, so uh, yeah. So Garfield's fist is uh, is sticking up, and we got mm-hmm. some like motion lines just on the bottom right of it. Like I think it's like it's hovering there, like getting ready to to spring. Yeah, he's if sticking you will. his arm out of the bed. And, like, you know, it's all covered up, so we can't see anything more of him. Just the arm. Now, John said that Garfield's sleeping before. It's possibly he's half asleep because he's about to punch a clock. Yeah, I imagine he's... I mean, he may not literally be asleep. That that may be a stretch. John... But, but he's mm-hmm. in... I mean, he's clearly in a state of, like, you know, he's just woken. I'm going to blow your mind. And, blow in fact, it. I think the thing that I'm about to say is so amazing... We might just mm-hmm. cut out everything that preceded it and start the episode here. We we'll just do okay, and delete all the previous episodes of the podcast. I would like to do just... that. Um, have a look at panel one. Now, we've said that Garfield's in his bed and only his hand mm-hmm. is sticking out mm-hmm. there. Does it kind of look like there's just some kind of weird blue slug creature sitting in Garfield's bed with a big orange tongue sticking out? Like have a look, look close. Yeah, I think you could. I think you could look at it that way. You can that's make how I. That's how I'm reading this. There's a weird tongue, orange. Does tongue it always? Hand I mean, creature. could can you always make that argument when Garfield's in his bed? I mean, is that? I mean, are you just saying today in particular? I just write just this one panel is what I would have said. Just panel one. Of no, you don't think the next panel is? I mean, the, yeah, maybe. What happens in the next panel anyway? Okay, so like in panel two. Garfield, okay, so like <laughs> Garfield whams down onto the onto the candy clock. Mm-hmm. Garfield uh, states a, his uh, the name of his favorite uh, Britpop band. It's all smashed. Onomatopoeia is wham, which, as John says, is the the name of a of a notable 1980s band featuring George Michael and a different guy who's not George Michael. John, what's your favorite? No, wham no one song? knows the identity of. Um, is it Careless Whisper? I don't know, but it's probably a song by the band Pulp and not but not the band Wham. Well, I mean, they go together because you wham something into a, into a pulp. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's fair. That makes sense. Hmm. It's like, I might have been thinking of Pulp when I described Wham as a Britpop band. It's like the bands Vanilla Trainwreck and Fudge Tunnel. You could have a Vanilla oh. Trainwreck inside a Fudge Tunnel. <laughs> or 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 uh, <laughs> Sir Mix a Lot and Mud Honey. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Doesn't, doesn't. No, 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 not really. Um, okay, so the th- what the third panel is also there, mm-hmm. and uh, now Garfield's eyes are sticking out. He looks displeased. The alarm clock. Guess what? It's still going off. Okay, is this be the same? Same bring onomatopoeia from, from panel one. You say the alarm clock is still going off. Is that the alarm clock he whammed? Oh, 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 there's a second one. Yeah, okay. this is a second alarm clock. I thought the pieces, those those were like pieces of it that had like been uh, sloughed off like, you know, bits of old skin or something. I, I mean, an, an alarm okay, so clock will do one. that. An alarm clock it's will do second, that every it's year. It's a second alarm clock. An alarm clock will slough off its old skin <laughs> like a snake. Or, or a snail. Snails will do that, yeah. 
Like Garfield the, the looks like shell. a snail. Remember, yeah. remember, remember when you said Garfield looks like a snail in panel one? I mean, I said slug, but that's okay. A slug's basically a just slug a snail is just a without snail a without a shell. Without a shell. Yeah. yeah, yep, yep, that checks out. Yeah, and you know what the slug <laughs> says, John? The slug always says, "Wham!" I want, I want to thank you for letting me out of my snail shell. <laughs> Wham! Yeah, they're both they're both yeah. fun things for a slug to say. Very, 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 very nice. Uh, yeah, so there was a second uh, alarm clock. The, the cameras panned over to the right just slightly. Mm-hmm. Honestly, not enough yeah. for... Char- look, character a character yeah. intended thing. Uh, a thing did uh, thought was thought to have transpired, but in actuality, a uh, thing it did not... Was not affected. I mean, it uh, was affected. There's just a second alarm clock. It was not clock. effected. Excuse me. He could just wham that second alarm he, clock he intended and to, He intended to effect a state uh-huh. of no alarms, and he failed. Well, I mean, he could just... Like, he could just... Why doesn't he just wham the second one? He clearly has the incredible He clearly could, power. but there could... Do you th- there there might just be like a conga line of alarm clocks behind this. That would know? be great. I would love to see that. Just, love to see a the, conga panel line of four. Alarm the the camera like pans to the right. It's yeah yeah. There's a slow pan in yeah. panel four, and we just see it's it's kind of like the uh, um, uh, Christmas letters from Santa Claus. Uh, I don't know that Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Oh okay yeah. With all yeah. the Where they're they bringing bring in the in bags in. of mail. It's kind of like instead that. of that mail, it's, it's ringing just alarm a long clocks. line of ringing, a, ringing alarm, alarm clocks. I think they no. I think they they don't ring all in unison. I think one rings, and then when it's smashed, the next one walks up and rings. This was composed by uh, Gregory Leggetti. Um, yeah, or uh, Steve Reich, maybe. I feel like Leggetti was a great choice. Leggetti like, is the like, one who did the uh, what is it called poem poem symphonique. It was composed exclusively for a bunch of metronomes. That is Ligeti. That's Ligeti. Yeah, you, you okay. start them all up, and then You're right. like over that, the next that was a better that was a better one or whatever. They just run down because Garfield's yeah. whamming No, I them know all. the piece you're talking about. I forgot that was Ligeti. Ligeti is awesome. Ligeti is awesome. Go check out some Ligeti. Look, I think turn this podcast off right now and uh-huh. go go listen to, uh. Yeah, the metronome thing. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I have listened to it all the way through. <laughs> kind of drags. <laughs> it's, like, it's not that. It's, it's just not, a bunch of metronomes I mean, ticking. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. I guess I was thinking of pendulum music. It's Steve Reich's pendulum concept. music. It's possible. I don't know pendulum music. I think it's like he's got like a couple of microphones mm-hmm. uh, suspended from the ceiling, and then they like swing back and forth. Yeah. And the the resultant feedback. Oh, of that's them. fun. Does a thing. Uh, I hadn't I heard know. of that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Did he write a bunch of uh, stuff for player pianos as well? Am I misremembering I'm gonna, that? I'm going to go ahead and throw out the name Alvin Lucier too. I think uh, Alvin Lucier is really awesome. Love it. I, you know, John, entirely sincerely, I was concerned that somehow like things hadn't clicked today. I was like, well, this episode doesn't seem like it's going this this well. Not a lot of fun, except for obviously the jokes and gags segment early jokes on. Jokes and gags which was segment a, was a real very knee solid. It's a real yeah. knee slapper. Um, it's too bad it got cut out. It's a shame. But yeah. any any episode that involves a reference to Ligeti, one of the top composers whose name rhymes with spaghetti, <laughs> like he's way up there. I think is yeah. a real winner. Like I honestly, 
I think if we ended it right now, this would be possibly our best ever episode. Unfortunately, we can't end it right now because we've got to get through uh, our recurring Monday I'm, segment. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with odds and ends. Being Jim Davis, sudden death quiz explosion. I'm going with odds and ends. Don't don't even want to hear the other two. I don't want to hear them. Odds and ends. You don't want to hear right them? right now. Let's do odds and ends. You don't want to hear them. I okay okay I get... okay. No, you know what? Segment's over. You lo- odds and ends was not the correct. It was the, not the correct choice. <laughs> Unfortunately, John, no, the segment was a lot shorter that time. The correct choice was adopting the intentional Stanley Tucci. <laughs> we'll never know what that was about. We'll never know. You also could have chosen. Nor will we ever even know the other, the third option. Oh, philosophical zambonis. No, won't hear about that one either. Okay, I don't think I don't think any of these are real. <laughs> You're correct. I, I think yeah, I've cottoned on to your little game. No, you you are correct. I was going to introduce the segment uh, this week by saying I'm lowering the stakes by telling you in advance every choice is wrong. <laughs> because I, I think one of them originally was correct, but I can't remember what it was. That's a good gag. Anyway. That's well, a good gag. I guess we're done here. Look, you've been listening yeah. to Being Jim Davis. The podcast that needs to be reminded of the number 13,927, where each numerical subunit is three times the one before. Looking forward to that episode for the Garfield Strip in the mid-August of 2016. What? Oh, oh, for the Garfield. So there's there's a Gar... Gar episode uh, 13,927 will be uh, uh, about a Garfield from sometime in 2016. And 13... Uh, 13,000... If you want to support the show, force other people to listen to it. Thank you and Thank you and good night. We thank you. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, Check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.